Hello, Comrade. This is Tom Otto, your future librarian, and I'm speaking today from the unceded and ancestral lands of the peoples of the Hunkamenum language speaking group. I'm going to continue this series on digital citizenship today by focusing on the second key concept of digital media literacy. We've talked about what media literacy is, we've talked a bit about uh, what digital citizenship is, we've talked about the first key concept of digital media literacy, so now we're going to move on to the next one, which is that it's a paired concept called shareability and persistence, meaning digital media is both shareable and persistent. Let's dive straight into this. I'm pretty certain that I don't really have to go into much detail here about digital media being shareable. I mean, you can share stuff online, wow, big surprise. It was to my generation, but not to yours, I'm sure. That was the whole point of the internet in the first place, after all, to share research findings. This goes all the way back to the days of DARPA. The part we don't think about so often is the persistent part, and that's where we're going to spend most of our time. The persistence is tied directly back to our original key concept that digital media is networked. When we post something online, a picture from a birthday party perhaps, we don't often think about where online it actually is. We like to think that online is some sort of amorphous place, the cloud, where nobody can really find anything. It just It's out there and it's obscure like a raindrop in a cloud. Uh, not a bad metaphor, but it really doesn't deal with uh, the root, which is that it lives on a server somewhere. The internet and the cloud are both physical structures. And the cloud being the, the internet cloud is a physical structure. It's in fact many physical structures. They're spread all over the globe. And anything that we see is on the cloud has to be on a physical server somewhere. And that is where the, the persistence comes in. Everything that's posted is stored. You know, Snapchat and other, pro other programs may tell you that images and messages disappear in a minute or so. But anything posted is hosted and is stored. And I know Snapchat's not being used anymore, but it's a good example. Stuff that's stored and is, you know, to, um, quote unquote, removed by Snapchat may be hard to recover, but it's out there somewhere. In fact, there are organizations like the Wayback Machine that specialize in archiving the web, archiving the internet. And reporters and others use this to trace back and hold people accountable for what they've said or posted at previous times. It's fascinating studies can be done with the Wayback Machine. But persistence is not just a function of material being stored in order to be posted online. We also need to think that once we post something onto the, onto the internet, we lose control of where it goes. You know, we may think we're posting it onto um, Facebook or onto Instagram, and we have our account set for friends only or family only, and that prevents that from going out. So that birthday picture we talked about may be intended only for our family, and our settings may be friends and family only. And that's, that holds it to a certain point. However, if one of them then shares that post, or they say they can't share it directly, so they screenshot it, and then
then share it or they download it and then share it. We have lost control over that. That picture is now free to go wherever it, you know, wherever anybody wants to find it. And that happens far more than we think that people are you know, downloading stuff and then they can manipulate it. They can share it without our knowledge or consent and we lose total control of the message that we were trying to put out. And the main point I want to make here is don't, is not don't share anything. That's, that genie is out of the, out of the bottle. The, the metaphor goes is that the, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. We're all going to share online, we know that. Rather, I want us all to be aware that sharing carries risk and that as ethical beings, our responsibility is to mitigate risk, not just for ourselves, but for the people we share about or share with. So we can do this in a couple of ways. Most importantly, we can ask ourselves questions about what we are posting and why we are posting it. Let's begin with the what. If we're posting a picture of a birthday party, that birthday party I talked about, we need to ask, has everybody considered why, or everybody consented to having their image posted? Did you ask permission? Are, is the image being respectful to the people in the picture? What if somebody is doing something silly in the background? Or worse, what if somebody was supposed to be at work and they lied to their boss to go to attend the party, and now they post a picture of them at a party. Is that really a fair thing to do? You could be getting somebody in trouble. And this begins to get to the why of why, why we're posting. So let's go there. If I'm posting a picture of a birthday party, and maybe my sister is behaving wildly, it's funny. And, and I, I think people will get a laugh out of it. I need to ask myself why I think this is worth posting. Perhaps I think it's funny. But will she? You know, is she going to think how she's being portrayed funny? Am I posting it because the party is exciting and I want to share the excitement? But is everyone in my picture feeling the same way? Do they want to be shared about in this way? Perhaps I should ask myself the question, how would I feel if it was me behaving wildly and someone shared a picture without my consent? Really, this comes down to an exercise in Digital Ethics 101. When I'm posting, am I acting in an ethical digital manner or an ethical manner at all? Or am I acting out of ill-considered emotion, selfishness and thoughtlessness? Our goal in life should always be to behave in the most ethical manner possible, to treat other people as ethical, responsible beings, and to be that ethical, responsible being. Um, okay, I'm going to start going down a different path here, so I'm going to stop. I think that's enough, about enough for now, and I like ending on the big ethical questions. So next time we're going to take up the concept, I've already hinted at this, of digital media having unexpected audiences. As always, feel free to ask me questions or to share your feedback. Stay well.